Yo. What's good? What it is. <laughs> Emmanuel, how are you feeling? Bring the energy. I'm all good, man. Nah, I'm, I'm all good, man. How are you? We're all good. All good over here as well. Carl, how are you mm. feeling? I'm good, man. Made in Chafford, episode 64. 64. 64. 64 Zulane, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I was about to say Nintendo 64, but 64 Zulane is even better. Nah, yeah. Nintendo 64 might be better, actually. That's a retro thing. Hard as bricks. Hard as bricks. <laughs> hey, yo, we're, we're starting off wrong, you know. You're listening to the 47th most popular music podcast in the country. You heard? In the UK. Show me. Hey, yo, and that's, that's facts. And that's on God. That's on Spotify now. <laughs> we, didn't make, we didn't pluck that number out of thin air. Real talk. How are you guys feeling these, about it? We don't ask for these opportunities, you know. God just gives them to you. I mean, you, you run with both hands. Real talk. Yo, Harry, Henry, it's love. Henry's been on the platform before. We're coming. Number coming one. for that spot. How do you guys, how do you guys feel about it? Unreal. Because I, I said to you, the first thing I said was, in Jesus' name, no more cap. I did not believe it. I remember I was leaving the train station and I saw the message. Because you said already, uh, you know, uh, rap looks pretty good for this year. I said, mm. but let, let me see what he's talking about. And he, he drops it in the chat. I said, 47. Yo. It's, just, it's, just, it's a time to We're now out. officially in the Illuminati, fam. That's what it is. Wow. <laughs> One year out. in the building. <laughs> you know, we keep laughing with industry plants, but I don't know, you know. Listen, man. Can't shed too much light on that still. Pick up the ball and run with it, bruv. I ain't gonna... I'm not even gonna hate on us. We, we deserve it, though. We worked hard. Do you mm. know what I mean? And I think hard, it's a good... It's a good, like like reflection of how hard we've worked and what we've done to put ourselves in this position. So we just got to mm. keep going, isn't it? Really? Agreed. It's a testament to that, you know, I think when this is really where we want it to be and it's really successful, I mm. think you, I'll always look back on that meeting we had early this year and, you know, shout out to Colin, just took, just said, yo, what are we doing with this? Like, you know, mm. see what, it's one of them ones, like, I don't know if you know the story, but Jay Hassan's man then basically told him, yo, you can't keep getting into trouble. It's either you do the road or you do rap. You can't have one foot in the other. And we mm. were kind of doing that. We weren't taking it seriously. Well, like, Podden pod Road. Podden Road. <laughs> <laughs> Podden Road is sickening. Um, but we weren't taking it seriously. And it'd be like, we'll meet up sometimes and then we'd have a good run and then we'd mess up. But now, you patterned it, man. Really looked ourselves in the eye and said, "What do you want from this?" Exactly, man. Even like the notebook, bro. Like, what do you want? Do you know mm. what I'm saying? We we patterned it. So <laughs> I'm proud. Done. I'm proud of us, man. I'm proud of the team. We work hard. So let's let's yeah. get that number one spot, baby. Facts and your yeah, yes. words with Steven Gerrard. This does not slip. I ain't slipping. This does not slip, man. <laughs> for the people who don't know, let's introduce ourselves, isn't it? Mm. So. Well, I- Eman G45, you know, uh, shout out to you guys listening to our pod right now. If you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, um, share as well. Uh, yeah, pretty much that's it. Boom, boom. Uh, Carl Sanusi, Corn Car Collected, aka Big 2L, aka Don Corleone. <laughs> shouts out to the um, shouts out to the BTS army for showing us love last week. We appreciate you. Boy, boy, man yeah. rolled out for us. They've got a new fan, I swear. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> that, <laughs> video got like, that video got like 8,000 views, man. That's crazy. Wow. Respect to them. It was nothing but love mutually as well. I respect what they did because, I like, obviously, a lot of people from seeing us uh, shout them out. Um, they put me on to the strength that these guys have. As in the pool that they have is massive. Probably... I don't know. I'm saying top five pools in the world in terms of like fandom being really passionate. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they drop a video, it's doing numbers. We just spoke about them. Like we weren't even like, <laughs> <laughs> we weren't even part of the army and then man rolled up. They so pulled up really? arms out fam. <laughs> we could have said so, anything, but they pulled up regardless. Facts. I, you know, Iman could have picked anything for that clip. <laughs> 
Because they could have they could have said spin this coop. I just see something. Hundred <laughs> percent. When it, when the retweets were going up, I was terrified. I was like, yo, did we were we nice about them? Like, dog. No, we we're curious. We just asked questions. Yeah, we, we <laughs> ask questions, but sometimes they could see like some people could take it. Like, why are you asking questions? We were on the fence. We we're on the fence. Because the thing is, we don't know who they are, but at the end of the day, like we hear there's some on the radio. Mm. They're big stars, mega stars. So we do want to know like who they are. Do you know what I'm saying? So mm. but the thing Respect is like, like, them, I, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna say too much, but yeah, man. I mean shout out BTS Army. For real. Them man. You know, you powers, powers. I respect it. For sure. That's, mm. Demi, <laughs> introduce yourself, Demi, bro. Ah, uh, you don't know who it is. The real is back. The real is back. <laughs> <laughs> Two Dems, Demi in the building. Member of uh, one third of the forty seventh most popular music podcast in the mm, UK. Mm, mm. <laughs> you know, mm. but yeah, I guess just where do we want to start? Just get into it, innit? Let's get um, in. I'll let you take the lead on the chance of rapper thing. Because I'm curious about this. So I did some reading up on it, but I don't know, I guess you might know a bit more. What are the chances of him beefing his manager? Mm. Very high. So basically he's trying to take him to court over the disagreement they had over his album, his debut album, the uh the big day. Um The Big Trash. <laughs> the Big Trash. So like during the process or before the album came out, he was getting married. He was doing a bunch of other things and he had a very unrealistic timetable as to when he was going to release the album. And mm. as you, if you don't know about Pat, the manager, Pat has been there from day one, essentially. Um, and well, pun intended, funnily enough. And um, it, it's been very strange that the fact that he hasn't been involved in the rollout, even myself, I've, I question like, where's Pat in all of this? So for him to come out now and say, oh, he ignored his, his advice. He didn't take any of his uh, recording sessions seriously. His mind was in loads of places and also was taking too much advice from his family and not him. I'm not surprised he's come out and, you know, tried to get money out of the situation because the album, you know, it did what it did. It didn't, it didn't break any grounds. And if anything, it kind of ruins all the work that Pat did. So it's just an interesting situation I thought we could discuss. Mm. There's people in your corner that you need to listen to, man. And that's a... Because that album was strange. Because I think that's what everyone was... It was more shock, really, at how bad it was. Because mm-hmm. coming off of Colouring Book, which is, you know... It, Colouring Book is Colouring Book. That's a great take to me. Um, was his introduction to the world. A lot of people met him that way. He got some radio hits from that. And he got yeah. some really good cups from that so I don't know how he followed that up with The Big Day do you know what when albums are terrible like The Big Day is there's no other way to put it I don't know how artists can't hear it like because I feel like the way when you look at this situation you could probably make an assumption that he was around Yesman when he recorded it and maybe mm. Pat is that guy whose voice has said nah you can't put this out like you should change this song we should change this lyrics whereas when you put out the big day he was just around the family you know what i mean so they're going to be like oh yeah chance whatever makes you happy blah 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 whereas pat's got a, a management perspective on it and uh, outside mm. view so i think it's, I a, yes, think I think it's he, a yes man situation he got rid of pat because he was like yo he just didn't want to have a, someone that was challenging him in his ear if you listen to the content on the album, you can just tell he was just in a place where he wants to be happy. So I can mm. easily imagine him being like, nah, this guy is ruining my vibe now. I'm on a happiness, joy, family, marriage type thing. I don't mm. need somebody in my ear telling me to make the best music possible. I want to make the, the music that sounds the best to me. Mm. So, Which is interesting because I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he deviates. Maybe I guess that's... I don't know if he deviates from being happy. I think he... Oh, how can I put it? His music's always had a bit of a happier tone to it in comparison to other people. But I get what you're saying. I guess if he wanted to make a certain type of album and someone's telling him don't do that, you're going to butt heads. 
and that seems to be the case here. It's ridiculous, though. He's he's really, and then on top of that, he's really ruined his chances of becoming that big superstar. He was so close to being. Car. He didn't get to go on his stadium tours. That was no. council because that was embarrassing. And that wasn't even because of COVID. That was it. Just cancelled, cancelled, cancelled. But I, I mean, if you give out a trash album, then what do you expect that, responses? No. Because it, there was even the same situation with Kanye West. Um, mm. I think it was Jesus. Yeah, it was Jesus. He dropped Jesus, and he didn't sell enough tickets. I mean, he still performed. He still did what he had to do, but uh, he, he made a in, loss yeah. mm. on that yeah. album that in particular. Yeah. A loss. Because that show was expensive as well. That's when he was doing up having the mountain and the fake Jesus and all of that. Mm-hmm. That's when, so yeah, that, that, and you even look at it, a bad album, you're not going to tour to the extremes that you think you are because Nikki thought she was going to stadiums with Queen. It's a no-go. Like that didn't, that didn't run either. So it's it's just a, I think the story is an interesting insight into the fact that you you need people in your corner who really have your best interests at heart and want to see you put the best project out and deliver the best music. Yeah, hundred percent. You gotta. I know it sounds mad because obviously everybody wants to do things with their friends, and mm. sometimes it's not unless you have a friend that's willing to tell you that it's you know it's very easy to be in a situation where you're surrounded by yes men and I do think that's what's happened to Chance unfortunately it's a shame you know what Chance needs someone like E-Man in his corner because E-Man will tell you straight dog this ain't it I'm a keeper no No, because artistically I'm not on the same page as I'm not on the same page with Chance so it wouldn't make sense yeah but I'm saying what I'm saying is you if something's bad or you don't agree with something, you're not afraid to, as more people should be, but I feel like you wouldn't be afraid to say, that's not it. Say, put, it, put yourself in his shoes or Pat's shoes and you have that relationship with Trance artistically, you could tell him. Uh, or someone I think, oh, you know what, we're already saying it. Or do you not think so? No, because otherwise... It would just be the same situation because I mean, yes, of course. Thank you for like saying that. Um, but in the case of Chance the Rapper, if you deep it, I mean, you had Pat with him and he didn't listen mm. to Pat, so the album came think- out it was trash. So I'll if I was there and I just told him, man, listen, <laughs> bro, that, that song is dead. That song is dead. I don't like this song. Where is it gonna go? Mm. So who are you trying to give it to? Who are you trying to appeal to you? Yeah, yeah, who are you trying that. to appeal to? Of course, the album might do well, but then artistically, how do you feel? So if he said, mm. I really worked hard on this album just to sound like this, and it was not well received, then I don't really care. I mean, if that was his point of view, then fair enough. Like, that's mm. what he wanted to do. But if you want me to manage your whole project and manage your career, and you want to be at a certain uh, certain point in your, in your career where you want to go off, you want to make mills, uh, you want to make millions, sorry, and then you you want to you want to become a legend of Chicago, but not just Chicago, the United States mm-hmm. as well. You want to travel around the world. You want to make sure that your message is heard. Then I have to look at you and say, yeah, I would have to give that opinion. By the end of the day, how does the artist feel? Because I'm there employed by the artist. Yeah. Um, but you can't. I mean. And you are my boss, but at the end of the day, you can't tell me you flopped because this because and that was the, yeah because of yeah. So for example, let's say Collins was the artist and Collins flopped, and then he blames me for his failures. It's like, well, mate, I told you what to do. I told you this, this, and that, and mm. now you're telling me you flopped because of me. No, you flopped because of you. So whether whether I'll be there or not. It wouldn't make That's actually a really interesting point. Does Chance have to look but at in the next album? Like, in the next yeah. album, yeah, he needs someone like like. Does I. he need to look at himself and say, "Yo, this is this is on me." You know how you have to have that moment of realization that you know the last twelve months musically haven't gone my way. Do I have to look myself in the mirror? I think so. And he but... can bounce back. Yeah, he can. 
But I mean, yeah, but what, what type of artist is wow, Chance the Rapper right that now? Bad, that college, you look disappointed. Thing is, I'm. I wouldn't even say I'm the massivest fan. I really liked Acid Rap, and I mean, the signs were even there for me on Coloring Book, where I was a bit like, mm, it's like it's good music objectively, but it's not what I like. So when the big day came out, it's not as if I was like completely surprised. There's some mm. good. He's still a good artist. He's very capable of rapping and he's very capable of making good songs. But I just think he, my man's my man's uh, mindset must have just been on on next thing. You know when the artists are almost too happy, yeah. Mm. And then the the music is affected by it. like he's rapping about marriage. He's rapping about love. And don't get me wrong, they're not bad things, but they don't translate to to good music majority of the mm. time when when mm. when we get our best music is usually when our, our artists are, are going through tragedy you know what I'm i mean bad. yeah it's a fact <laughs> so yeah but I then again cool. i mean with with like the marriage situation you can um look at jay cole's song folding clothes people hate you know that song bro <laughs> I, they hate the song i am i'm pretty sure people don't like that song like i'm not the biggest but, fan of it but i understand people what, what album it. is this off of <laughs> The one that the your album you like only. the most. What? The album you like the most. Only. <laughs> For my bum. <laughs> Anyone wants to, wants to fight me. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that trash. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, because he was spitting on the album before For Your Eyes Only. Like, he was ready to be upper echelon for me. <laughs> for your eyes only came out, I said, yo, dog, this and is The man bad. was singing about folding clothes. Ah, nah, it's a wrap. I thought that was a really wonderful song, I, bro. Uh, are you not? I understand nah, the concept of it, but it just doesn't. It doesn't translate to good music. Is is the problem? You get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it just doesn't translate into good music. I hear you. I, as Iman says, I hear you, but I'm not hearing you. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it actually doesn't make sense. Save, save. That album's got two good good songs: Neighbors and uh, what's it? There's another one that's hard as bricks, but Immortals. Yeah, Immortals hard. I think it. Yeah, that might be the two that I go back to. But you know, I think it, it makes for an interesting conversation. Like now, I want to know the science. We know a lot of the science behind good albums, if that makes sense. But I'm interested now to find out the science more behind bad albums, or even more mid albums that you just think, ah, oh, there was something nearly there, but you know, they just yeah. missed out. For sure. Like, what happened, what went wrong, more or less, behind the scenes? Yeah, because a lot went wrong. There, <laughs> I don't think anything was right. No. As soon as I heard, I love my wife, let's ride a bike. <laughs> the album should have been, <laughs> been closed. Man, them need to stop making albums about love. Justin Bieber as well with changes. I see you, dog. He's not above the criticism either. <laughs> nah, my man tried to say I made an R and B album to the Gummies. I said, "Shut the fuck up!" Nigga, I heard pop. Gummies. We all Real heard talk. Gummies. Anyway, this what it is with them, man. Uh, all the best, all the success. They're still a tight, talented eyes. So, yeah, we can, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm interested to see how uh, Chance bounces back from this managerial situation and how he deals with his next album. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We will indeed. All right. I guess we've got to talk about the sister. Some girls uh, wilding on Twitter. You want to give us context, don't you? So Letitia Wright was on Twitter basically um, discussing the COVID vaccine, which is going to be available actually this week, and just saying it's not... It's a, well, she did say it's a no from me. And I, I actually agreed with her. I think as a black person, I think you should question things, certain things, because we've seen in history where they've done tests and it's done a Mazza and we don't know how we react to it. This is what I was even saying to Jay, like, you don't know how someone could react to it. So she was just asking questions, as I think everyone should do. Um, I think it, we have to, when having the conversation, have to be careful to not enter into anti-vax but i think she was just asking questions the real issue was where the video came from and the fact that the video contained anti-trans uh discussions as well so that's what hurt a lot of people 
but <laughs> I agree with the notion of asking questions on things you don't understand. I think you know what I'm a bit. Do you know what I'm surprised the most? I'll be honest with you guys. I think I'm surprised because I think it's almost deeper than that. It's almost at a basic level where 2020 has just been traumatizing period. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So people are already just on edge as it is because this this whole corona thing has flipped everything upside down. Yeah. Mm. So regardless of the source of the information, I am genuinely surprised that people wanted to cancel her because I actually feel like if you just have a conversation with a random person and you ask them, yo, will you take the vaccine? They're going to be like, I don't know, big man. Yeah. They're feeling everyone's, everybody's just at a point now where we're just like, we don't even know what is going on. Do you know what mm. I'm saying? So for people to turn on her, just for having a difference in opinion, and I understand people will cite the sources, which is, you know, rightfully so, but I do think this cancellation or her, you know, being ridiculed the way she has is a bit harsh. I'll be honest with you. She's not cancelled with me. I'm going to tell you that for free. Fam, when um, I, I saw her at the Drake concert, I said, <clears throat> I said God bless you. And bro, look what's happened, fam. <laughs> Going through, being put through the wars. Yeah, she, uh, listen. But I, I think she'll come out unscathed. Um, I think sometimes you need... One thing, the older I've gotten, is sometimes it's just all right to not say anything. I think once you saw that they're doing a madness, I would have just kept quiet. Let it die down because after a while they're just talking to themselves, and it, these things go away, especially with how quickly the news cycle moves in this year. I mean, even we're talking about it on Monday, it even kind of feels a bit dated, but it is something I really want to talk about. But you know what I mean, as mm-hmm. in a lot of time has now passed. I, I, I just want, I just feel that I, I agree with what she was saying that yo, we ask questions, like, don't just take everything at face value i think the issue was where she was citing her information from so where did she cite her information from what was it it was just some like random youtube video like on the dark web you know those weird videos that you find on youtube or i mean that's what it came off as and that's what people that was the issue people had i see my my thing is is this year um Mm. Everybody has a right to ask questions. I'm going to state the facts right now. So China was the first nation to close down and the first nation to open back up, right? Uh, What else is there? We have not just China, we have nations like Tanzania and also Sweden. So this is worldwide. This is not just one area that feels confident that they're just going to keep, you know, their country open for whatever. We have three different countries in three different continents opening. You kind of muted, I think. Sorry about that. Yeah, we have three different. We have three different countries in three different continents that are opening up and saying, "Yo, basically, we're opening up because we feel that it's kind of safe." Now, currently at the moment. If you look on the, the government website, it says that COVID-19 is not a, um, sorry about that, COVID-19 is not a hazardous um, disease, is not a hazardous infectious disease currently at the moment. And, and the thing is, like, when people have had COVID, for the people who have survived COVID, like myself, I've had COVID in March. Yeah, I had all the symptoms. And I came out of it, I walked strong, right? I have to look at Boris Johnson, and he's an individual who had COVID. But he, he was the one who came out, and now he's strong, he's still alive. So I have to look at the situation, I have to analyse it from that point of view. It's like, okay, cool, do I really need a vaccine to survive? Do you know mm. what I'm saying? So I have to now question it from that point of view, because I have experienced something that may, many of the other people have not, not experienced. Some people may have turned around and they had their parents, they had their, their siblings or whoever, and they died from COVID. Do you know what I'm saying? So they might be on a situation on the fence of, no, I'm going to take this vaccine. So everybody has a right to ask questions. And also with the, with the facts of previous pandemics where vaccinations have been... Um, where, where, where vaccinations have been 
uh, wrong. So uh, that they have given the wrong effect to individuals, so such as babies. Um, if you look in the United States, there's been situations where children have been given vac- vaccinations and then the next thing, straight away, they're autistic. Um, you look at situations where um, black people were the first individuals to have um, vaccines in a certain period of time in the United States. And then for some strange reason, there was a percentage of individuals that became sterile. Do you know what I'm saying? So a lot mm. of people do have the right to ask questions, but then to slander somebody just for asking a question is wrong. And this is where cancel culture becomes a bit techie. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's exactly my stance. I think if they wanted to, they shouldn't have just had a go at her for asking questions. I think they were more annoyed because they felt like she didn't necessarily watch the video that she uploaded or that she put uh, tweeted out because obviously talked about ask the questions, but it had some things that people didn't that didn't sit right with people. Some homophobic messages. Um, transphobic messages which people were like yo that's it's, it might be okay if you ask the questions um, but that part of the video is also an issue but again people were just having a go at her again for asking questions and saying how could you be so silly you have such a big platform and you're having these discussions but I think it's important that you know especially if people are going into uh, a scary not a scary time but I, a time where you don't really know what that vaccine could do, there's no harm in asking questions. Exactly. And right right now, even there's been information, there's been factual information. Well, whether it be factual information, I don't know, but there's been information given to the media, right? That's saying that the government is going to ask influential celebrities to persuade individuals to take mm. the vaccination. And it's like, okay, so you look at that right there, they're asking people to persuade people to take the vaccine. Then you have one person who's asking questions saying, "Mm, I'm not too sure about that. And then you want to slander her. Now, my thing is, is that you you really have to look into it as an individual, as yourself, and then make a conclusive decision to say whether you want to take it or not. Yeah. You shouldn't slander another individual just for thinking another way. Do you get what I'm saying? Because I think, I think what you said earlier is really important. There was, I'm not going to mention the person or where I know him from, but this person was just was just agitated. Do you get what I'm saying? Just every every second, like, yo, um, sanitize your hands before you walk in. Um, if uh, it's always one person here, and this, this, and that, do this, do that, do this, do that, do that, do. And I'm like, I'm not really with it. But the thing is, my experience is completely different to hers. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, if someone wants to take the vaccine, go and take it. But this whole sort of media bonanza that's going on currently at the moment, it needs to stop. Because right now, I mean, you're, you're just playing with people's emotions. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you're telling people that, yo, we're going to get influential celebrities to actually persuade individuals to come take the vaccine. Or what if the vaccine is wrong? The government recently just came out and said, listen, if there is any serious damage that's done to you, we'll pay you 120,000. That's lifelong damage, bro. 120K is not going to fix that. No. Do you get what I'm saying? And then even stuff I, like a young individual becomes sterile, what's 120K going to do for me? Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So Letitia Wright has every right to ask questions. And mm. I just feel like society today is just moving super wise. I mean, it's, it's just, it's sticky right now. It's mad. That's all I can say. I think, yeah, I agree with you, especially on the fact that I think people need to take from their experiences. And if you, if someone feels that maybe they don't want to, it's not for them, then I don't think they should be blamed or victimised for that. Um, But yeah, I think the whole Letitia Wright situation was really interesting. And she's obviously someone who, you know, I'm a fan of, um, gave a great performance in Black Panther and she's, done a lot of good and will go on to do a lot of good. I don't think this is the end. I just think I, I, I think it's important that people ask questions. Always has been. And I don't think what what we're starting to get into is people are being punished for not knowing something or not having all the answers when they're trying to get the answers, which is crazy. Yeah, it's the fast food social media era where you're crucified before all the facts come out. But, you know, it's the evil world we live in. Man. I saw people... Looking through her likes and she was liking comments like, 
about her like not being cast for Black Panther and stuff like that. So I mean, I don't know what it's gonna do as far as the future of the. I movie. hope it, yeah. I just hope it doesn't damage her yeah. going forward. Well, I just don't, I hope she's not blackballed, but. Nah, she'll be fine. That this there's yeah, level there's levels black. to that to when it comes to you know the MCU. I'm sure they will handle it fine. But obviously, mm. they they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. You know, they give it to her, and then they'll be damned for whatever reason. And if they don't give it to her, they'll be damned for them recasting. So that's already a problem in itself. Mm. So this doesn't actually it really help. But boy, I don't want to be the one making that decision. That's all I can say. But that's that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so something that's really exciting. Shouts out to HBO Max. I'm not copying, but um, <laughs> thank you. Put it up and chill. It's, it's oh wow, it's a vibe. <laughs> um, it's an enjoyment. I I I saw that news. I said you guys are really dumb because there's a it's not available. Okay, so basically, I'm just waffling here, but HBO Max. Uh, have basically said every Warner Brothers film will be released on HBO Max and in the cinemas at the same day, which this is going to cause a massive palaver because we can't get HBO Max in the UK, so it's not worldwide, it's just in the US. Once that thing's pirated, I don't know how they're going to defend against that. That's going to be impossible as well, but it's good for us because we've been starving when it comes to films it was promised a lot of good films this year that you won't be able to see. And my hope is that this, you know, actually makes Disney Plus push the button on certain films. Because they should have released Black Widow already. Who long yeah. is out? I didn't watch that film. Uh, it's, it's an interesting Did you watch film. it? Yeah. So it's cool. Nice. That's a different nice. <laughs> I was no listen I was tired I was tired at the time I was watching it but I got to a certain point where I feel like it's a decent film it's a really nice sort of family film and then also like challenging um the uh the feminine trait like the, the feminine position like a woman's position in life so it was challenging that in a positive way which I really liked but, um yeah would you recommend to the people Go check it out. Yeah, man. Go watch it. Yeah, no, no. Go, go I, watch it. I think it's three now that are on D- Disney Plus. That being said, Disney Plus needs more content. Um, yeah, I didn't pay for it. Yeah, oh, no, no. Please. Yeah, it was thirty pounds <laughs> to pay for it. Oh, that man, I ain't doing that. No, nah, no way. We ain't gonna do that. It makes it very interesting. Um, definitely looking forward to Wonder Woman. Suicide Squad will be on there. Uh, Dune will also drop on there. So there's there's going to be so many movies. I don't even know how they're going to make the money back. Like they're just not. What I think is, it's such a risky move, and the mm. fact that not many other companies are have gone out on the ledge completely to do it makes me question as to whether this might actually be sustainable, because mm. they're saying uh, they're doing this for 2021 as a start, and also, just in, I, I read something earlier saying that. There's a movie coming out called Dune, uh, Dune. Hmm. and um, you know Legendary Pictures, the people who work alongside Warner Brothers, yeah. they're looking to Warner Brothers because they didn't even get a chance to give their say on the on the um, situation. So there's, hmm. I think there's too much money at play for that for this ever to become the norm, and I I have a yeah. feeling it will revert back. I think they're just saying, look, we we've got too much on our slate that we can't just keep these films. Basically, films for 2021 have to take an L, is what that says to me. Mm. And there's nothing that they can do from their end. This is, unfortunately, the new normal for a while. We have to get these films out there. You don't want to do it, but they have to, really, isn't it? It's a risk. It's a risk. Because a lot of of, um, movie movie companies have decided to postpone. So the MCU, they just thought, effort. Let's postpone because we want that mm. we want that money, and that's guaranteed money. People are gonna come out to watch um, what movie? Black pa- uh, Black Panther, Black Widow. <laughs> People are gonna come out to watch Shang Chi. Do you know what I'm saying? So, mm. I think it's such a big, 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 big risk for me, in my opinion. And I, yes, I will be watching on Port Locker like everybody else. 
Yeah, no way. They're not getting. They're not seeing none of my money. One, two, three That's movies a... and chill, fam. <laughs> it's a joke. I, I, I'm really, really interested to see how they combat piracy. That's going to be. The they can't. Thing for That's them. the thing. I mean, what can they do? They can't. They can't. I mean, well, I mean, the United States can uh, do what they do in terms of blocking websites. I mean, all they have to do is just change the uh, VPN the dot. So you can change from .com to .r um, to .rs to .cn to .wherever, wherever. And it's like, well, there's nothing you can do now because it's out of your jurisdiction. So you can no mm. longer change it. Um, but then again, you know, it's life. I guess that, yeah, it definitely seems like they've gone... Because that was, that was the one thing that was always destroying the film industry. It was just piracy. Mm. You know, I'm, even even the music industry itself, but then they introduced uh, streaming platforms. You know, Deezer, mm. um, freaking Tidal, uh, Spotify, App, um, Apple. Like, they have all these streaming playlists. They have all these streaming platforms. Now everybody can access any music that they want. Even YouTube mm. is doing one right now. So piracy is like, ugh, if you're really going to pirate, you know, a song, you're going to download Even movies. It's hard to, it is hard to pirate a new movie that just came out. Unless you want to watch it on the, the shaky cam and someone just got their camera and they put it towards the screen. But th- this stuff going straight to DVD, going straight to like HD quality, um, something like Put Locker, that's, it's, it's a dream. It's, it's crazy. a W to me. But then again, I don't even <laughs> think it's piracy anymore though. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's piracy anymore. I think what people are doing today is just basically... Like yo, uh, have you got Disney Plus? Yeah, let me let me let me borrow your thing. Cool. Mm-hmm. I allow free people to use them. Uh, use my account. Someone has Netflix. Someone has Amazon. So we're all using it, mm. and we're all benefiting in the same in the same way. So I didn't think about that. The money. Ca- so in that in that sense, they are kind of losing peace. In that sense, they are kind of. Oh yeah, they're, they're, they're going to lose a lot of money for this. Oh, and then also like mad. if if someone wants to call, like if we have like a family film or a family setting so like let's say mm. I, I invite everybody to my yard and we just watch a film you're gonna lose peace at the end there because now six pound six pound a month mm. it's only gonna be six pound for like I mean they buy the pizza we split up it's all gonna be one pound one pound one pound and everyone's just enjoying the film do you know what I'm saying so listen if Batman came out this year I would have been like everyone just come around bring snacks. Oh, we're watching it in the yard. I hate you, man. <laughs> Sorry, DC and Warner Brothers. But we'll see. I'm interested to see how this develops. Yeah, maybe one day we will get that streaming if, service for movies. If, maybe. If, if they can combat piracy, I'll be, I can see them continuing. If they can't, it's just for one year. And then 2022, they'll revert back to normal. Yeah, for sure. But sure. what, was there one more topic? Um, there was. The I think it was the Millwall BLM. Oh yeah, that man was scenario. Disgusting. I mean, what is there to discuss? <laughs> From my end as well. Really know what time it is. <laughs> I don't think anyone should be surprised. Nah, nobody's surprised. This man. is this is Millwall through and through. This is Millwall like behaviour. I heard that their academy is filled with black players, talented black players, which is so funny to me because <laughs> what are they going to do when they score? <laughs> do they get excited? Do they get angry? Like, what's, <laughs> what do you do? I, 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 I just don't know. Why, why would you think that was going to be fine? It's the same way with the Burnley fans as well. <laughs> what? Uh, what did they fly? A flag saying all lives matter or something yeah. like that? <laughs> Hey, ben, yeah. me, ben me was absolutely furious. <laughs> like I've never, I've never, you know, you know when you see an apology from a white guy, yeah, mm. and you know it's actually legit. Like this one, Eman, I don't think you saw this yet, but this one was on TV. Like, look, like our fans for doing that, you lot, are, you lot are scum. Like, <laughs> this is not what we represent. And the fact that you man can fly a flag oh. over the stadium saying "White Lives Matter," nah, you man, you man are moving mad, absolutely mad. He was bugging. He was furious. Was... <laughs> Absolutely furious. He was ready for it on site. As soon as the interview came, their man lost five nil that day. Don't forget. Mm, and he was he was more angry about the the flipping um 
the banner than the loss, bruv. He was he was not happy, fam. Wait, Millwall lost five nil. Nah, so over the weekend, Millwall uh, finally had so stadiums are starting to allow fans back, and Millwall had a game at home. You already know how them on them on a pattern. Um, they did the nil and the salute, and when they were doing it, uh, the Millwall fans were booing. How do you feel about that, bro? I'm not surprised. <laughs> Water is wet. The sky is blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but is... No, but hold on. Is water wet, though? I'm not getting into this debate. I'm, I'm, too, sober. Really I'm too sober for that question. Because <laughs> <laughs> I hear both sides. That's why I hate this debate. <laughs> like, you both got a point. Yeah, back, back, back to the point. I'm not really surprised that the situation has mm. happened because it's like, bro, I mean, this is not our nation. First of all, it's not really our nation. Well, of course, we live in it. Of course, we share it. And people give us a form of respect. But at the end of the day, this is not our nation. So I heard that, yeah. whatever comes with it, of course, there's it's a point just... we have to tolerate it. But at the same time, there's, there's a point where people have to change and understand that, mate, listen, some things can fly, but some things need to change. So, um, but I'm not surprised about the whole Black Lives Matter situation kneeling, um, you know, um, which is, yeah, as I said, it's not surprising to me at all. I just, I just don't, I mean, I, I, like, again, it shouldn't be surprising, really, I guess. You're just shocked because they've seen for months on end what we're trying to fight for. But they, they, at, at that point, that's them just saying, we don't care, you know, clear as day. I'm going to let you know. Oh, yeah. God. It's, it's peak. It's interesting because mm. it's just so frustrating because it's been going on for months. They need to do more. Like they need to condemn because action has to be taken. That's the problem. If you want to actually kick something out, I mean, there'll be racists behind closed doors. But if you want that behaviour to go away, you need to do something. It's quite funny the fact that the kneeling started when there were no fans in. And now the fans are back. They're starting to boo. Yo, like, listen, I, I didn't even deep it until <laughs> I read the, read the headline. Ha- I was like, oh, raw. Lukaku's going to... When the fans come back, Lukaku is going to struggle because them man, they don't play in Italy. You already know. If he tries that, <laughs> you've got, what's his name? Cellini. Any opportunity he gets. <laughs> oh, I don't know why he dances when he celebrates. Real talk. I won't even celebrate with my man, bro. Move, bro. Shine my light, bro. But guys, on a separate on a separate note, yeah. Uh, before we go, like quick random topic: Floyd Mayweather or Logan Paul? Who's winning? I can't be- Is this surely this isn't like legal? Like there has to be a handicap for Floyd. Like he has to box one-handed. Well, it's an exhibition match, so I don't know if it means it's not necessarily a competitive fight. But yeah, apparently it's happened, man. Two seconds. But no worries. We've, let's freestyle this one, Demi. Like, how is this? How is this? No, I'm, I'm still here. I'm just. Oh, I'm you're just still here. Facts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no yeah, worries. No worries. Le- Logan Paul's gonna get put in a spliff. Is. <laughs> I, I hope so, because the way Nate <laughs> Robinson got put in a spliff, we need, we need it for black people. We need that W, man. Ooh. That Nate is. Robinson was out like a light. Snoop's commentary made it so much worse, man. <laughs> I was like, "Oh lord, <laughs> that's that's a that's a very out. bad fight." Do you think it's, so? It's a very, very, very bad fight because um, that's that's a very, very bad fight. Why? That Give us really context exist. as to why. Um, the weight difference. Mm-hmm. Height as well. He's, he's a whole well. twenty kilos heavy. Mm-hmm. You get that's what I'm saying? That's must be like six foot something. That's even the height as well is another madness. Like, so what do you think Logan could win? I mean, he has a longer reach. Statistically, but... like statistically, if you just put it on just mass, build, height, reach, yes, he could win. Yo, like, I don't even want seven to times out of ten, <laughs> he could win. Seven times out of ten, he could win. But you're dealing with Floyd Mayweather, somebody who's who is the greatest boxer of our generation today. I think Floyd could dodge a bullet. Floyd, Floyd is <laughs> the greatest boxer. 
You are dubbed. Hey, do you know what that reminds me of? That movie. What was that movie? <laughs> With Angelina Jolie. Taken. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, them dodging bullets. You are dumb, bro. Oh. What made you say that? What made you come up with that? He's a very good defensive boxer. He's yeah, he's, he's a great defensive boxer, but I mean... And he doesn't really, like, knock people out. So I just... Whenever I think of him, I think, like... I think he could dodge one bullet. I'm not saying the whole chamber, but I think he could dodge one. No, it's just not good. It should not be allowed, man. Money. That's why, dog. Because the, the thing is... He's got that... His quite, money's quite low, literally, like, he doesn't need it. They quite literally, think. if he lands a bang to the face to Floyd, if he lands... If Logan Paul bangs... Lloyd in the face, you could knock him out. You could actually do damage. Which I really think could happen. I'm I'm leaving this country if that happens. Like the the, the situation with like um Conor McGregor and Floyd, that that one could fly. Do you get what I'm saying? Because that was a fair matchup as well. No, they're at a, they're at a weight class where it's like, of course, it's going to be bigger and a lot heavier, but it's not that deep. You can still fight. Whereas Logan Paul is 20 kilos, bro. Nah, forget it. They should not be fighting. <laughs> it should not be allowed. Night, you know? <laughs> Unless, it, it, I mean, the situation is it's either Floyd goes up, let's say, uh, 10 kilos, but Logan Paul will have to do 10 kilos. And then they could fight. That Even would be, still, that would let, that, that would fly. Reaches- I think my biggest concern is the reach and the height. I'm not even too worried about the weight, to be honest. But Floyd is getting banged. You think so? Technically speaking, no. Technically speaking, Floyd. But on paper, banged. yes. This is Rey Mysterio fighting the Big Show. <laughs> close enough. Close enough. Close enough. Close enough. I see your vision, but I'm not hearing it. The visuals are funny at that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's funny. Big Show and Floyd Mayweather actually had a fight. So. Oh God, you, those them stupid, them stupid WWE fights where they just punch man and it's like pandemonium. Floyd broke Big Show's nose. I remember seeing that clip. I remember seeing that clip. <laughs> so your nose. Listen, I will be on, I'll be watching illegally because I refuse to give money to that fight, man. Facts. That's just money grab. You can dodge one bullet, so we'll see. Moving like taken. <laughs> oh gosh, oh, that fight is dumb. Boy. But I'm here for it. Take my money. Oh, don't. <laughs> illegal, illegal streams having a field day, man. Facts. For real. I think that's it for today, though. Yeah, I don't have anything else on my list. I thought the Floyd and Logan one was a rogue one, but I wanted to know what you guys nah, thought. that was funny, though. That was, <laughs> that was the dumbest fight ever. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We shall. I don't think much will happen. But what are, you, what are you thinking about, since we're on the topic of boxing, what do you think will happen with um, Joshua and Pulev? I've not heard much about Pulev. Um, I might watch a little, like, like highlight reel. Yeah, but mm. um, I mean, it's always hard to tell because you know Joshua kind of came off of a quite a bad injury to his leg, was it his left knee or something like that? And he hasn't boxed for a while, so who knows? Who knows? Hopefully he wins. He can't Maybe. take. A, he can't really afford another loss. Though. He can't afford another loss. No, so. We'll see. We what do you think, man? What, what do you know about this pull-up guy? They're both dangerous. Hmm. They're, they're both dangerous individuals. Um, the thing is, I, I told I told Deji, like, yo, listen, like, Pulev might do a number on him. And then he gets, like, me and him, we just go back and forth, back and forth. But um, I feel like uh, AJ is focused and he's ready and he has a game plan. It's whether he can execute the game plan properly because, mm. um, you know, this is, this, is a, this is a mandatory. So they've obviously chose him for a reason because they feel like he is the individual that should fight. Mm. Um, he was supposed to fight. He was supposed to fight him instead of Povetkin, but something happened. So Povetkin stepped in. And, um, yeah. Give me two seconds, guys. I'll be back. You know, pops and takes. What was I going to say? 
I mean, yeah, I, I don't know too much about the other dude. Obviously, fan is AJ, so I want him to win. But yeah, there's there's things that are in the way at the moment that might stop that from happening. Um, yeah. But no, nah, it's not really. I wouldn't really want that for him. I I don't know. I guess I can't be speaking it too tough because I don't know the ins and outs of both men at the moment because obviously AJ's been a warrior for a while uh, and the, the person he's facing I know nothing about so yeah I'm in the we'll same boat hopefully he wins you don't want to see him get put in a spliff again that's that's the last thing we need to see can't, I can't be doing that man for sure no he won't get put in a spliff but yeah <laughs> he's um can't be smoking that, can't be smoking that Joshua pack man that's nah, that can't be happening nah nah nah, nah. He's, he's, he's definitely going to do a madness but yeah <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, Hopefully, and this is happening on the 12th, which is this Saturday. So it's exciting times. It's Saturday. Yeah. Are, people oh, gonna, are there going to be people in the stadium? Or... Yeah. No, there's a thousand fans. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're inviting fans. So it's, it's really oh, going to okay. be live. Um, the great thing about it is that for boxing in itself and for other events, but mainly boxing, it's going to allow, you know, the government and this, you know, Precautious time at the current state, it's going to allow them to see whether they can allow fans to come back in, you know, mm. and then put in more numbers. Because with AJ, he's always selling out. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And then now you had a point in time where there was no tickets, no nothing. It's just going to be a closed session. Mm. Now, like they're having a thousand fans come through. Um, of course, I don't have the money for the ticket, but. You know, the screen right here, the TV screen right here. <laughs> you know, I respect that. I respect yeah. that. All right, boys. Um, like, share, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, another one in the books. The 47th, the 47th most popular po- uh, music podcast in the UK. Come on. We're coming. All right. Peace. All right, in a bit, lads.